first down now another play fake and again trying to get away stays alive and throws a pick threw it right to the defender down the sideline Merlin Robertson is going to be tracked down from behind and the ball comes out I don't believe it Algier Tyler Algier chased him down and not only tackled him he stripped it and then it was the quarterback Jaron Hall who followed the play and hustled down and fell on the he tripped. He is going to throw. Heaves it to the end zone. And it's caught. Touchdown. Amazing. Isaac Rex to put the game away. He almost fell in the backfield. Rex was covering Romney. Made a great throw. The backup quarterback is going to ice another huge BYU win. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's true. We need to address this. Yeah. A play so nice, we played it twice. <laughs> like I said, it should have been played Monday, but whatever. See, there has been a precedent set that when Lloyd messes up, instead of embracing his mess up, he attacks us. Yeah. Oh, you okay? You want to play those? Well, then we'll replay those. What oh, you want to talk about those. mistakes? Then we'll talk about mistakes. Hey, I'll and replay this mess up again. You want to hear the highlights two more times? I think we should absolutely because well, it was a good play, it was a great play. And I said, Lloyd, you played that highlight back to back. He's like, Well, we should have played it Monday, but you want to play Devin Tompkins because you're a homer. I'm like, I just pointed <laughs> out you played the highlight twice. That's it. Devin Tompkins is really good. Like, really uh, yeah. good. And I didn't care. I said, you can pick Devin Tompkins for the Titan of the game. I don't want to play it, Lloyd. Why are you so aggressive? I just pointed out you played back-to-back highlights. That's it. That's, That's it. That's all we said. I know. And then and you, I, and and then you get I, I super angry. I made an error. And then Apparently, you I pulled this over twice, this highlight. You questioned his Titan player play of the game. Like, you... you Wanted to get in a fight oh, with I was him. just having fun with that. Your words hurt. Yeah. Oh, okay. This, this, this goes two ways, Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd, you've turned into Mr. Extreme. It was Scotty. Now it's you. See, I was going to say that. You guys blame me for bringing out the, the knives when I get backed into a corner. And I didn't even back him into a corner. This goes back to Lloyd's last mess up, where he knows he really screwed up. And he would not play it back. No. I told you I would. Oh, when, yeah. when did it happen? Yeah, when did you play it? I tried to you, play it for uh, Total Recall. Yeah, but I remember he was going to play all of our mess-ups that yes, were similar from years and years ago. No, that's what you do, Lloyd. That's what you You're do, right. That's, yes, not, that's, that's what, what we I do. do. That's what you do. When you mess up, you mess up. Now. It's in the now. Yeah, it's no, here now. If, if you we, mess up and there was something similar, I would play that one back. It, would, it was like, okay, well, let's, okay. Scott did it. How about we talk about this amazing BYU win? No, I don't want to. I want to talk about your mess-ups. Thank you. I do, too. Because, Lloyd, you're having a lot of them lately, and we need to address it. Okay, address away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're right. Let's get into this football game. I don't know. I kind of liked where we were going with I, this. I did, too. Because yeah, you, you and guys I always messed do. Up. You always just love you, attacking me. You and oh, I have okay. messed up yeah. a couple of times in our lives, and we hear it every over day. Over and lives. over and over and over. I don't even remember what the Lloyd mess up was anymore because we never played it. I'm trying to remember. Was it a? I think it was a repeat question. I think. Oh yeah, you repeated something we just said. Yeah, yeah, 
Yes. And had and you and I like, done that. That happened two times in like five days. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bad stretch. It was a bad stretch. Um, we do love you for it. Hey, I will tell you, though, Lloyd, that the highlight you played, it was a very big moment it in was, the game. right? Yeah, so probably worth being played a couple of times. I don't, I don't know about that, it. but it was a big moment. It was a huge moment. But there were so many big moments in this game against Arizona State. We just had Brian Fisher on. What did you think about Brian Fisher saying that that Arizona State game is one that you absolutely can hang your hat on? Yeah, I, I would agree with it. I think it's the Arizona State. Look, Arizona State can go, still go out and win the South Division. I mean, you you broke them down very well. You like their defensive backfield. This oh, is yeah. still a really, really good team. And, and BYU got the W. And for a good portion of that game, had control of that game before uh, a little bit of a comeback. And, of course, Tyler Algier saved the game uh, with, the, uh, with the tackle and the strip. So you absolutely hang your hat on that W. You own it. You embrace it. You enjoy it. This is a – I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I had Utah – Look, I had Utah with nine wins, but I didn't think they'd start the season 3-0 and by any stretch. In fact, I felt like there's a pretty good chance they start out the season 1-2. and mm-hmm. I thought both of you and I both felt yeah. that way. Remember, I, I had BYU going 5-2 and two against Power 5 teams, the seven Power 5 teams. I had 5-2, and two, but those were the two losses. Yes, yep. So they're, they're doing some incredible things. All right, I, this, I'm kind of bummed that – we're waiting until Wednesday at 1220 for me to bring this up because um, this is an emphasis that I placed on this game in the pregame with Jake Hatch. And I, I want to bring this back up. So there were two things that I wanted to see. Number one, I wanted to see BYU go for over 200 yards rushing. They ended up with 144 yards. So didn't quite hit the 200 yards, but I wanted to see them really press the rush because I knew their DBs were good. Yeah. But they still got the yardage that they needed. Tyler Algier with 70 yards and a touchdown. And Jaron Hall coming out of the backfield ended up with 40 yards. Lapini Cato ended up with the other 30. But there was another number that I threw out pregame that meant the world to me. And that was keeping Jaden Daniels under 40 yards total rushing. Now, I gave him 40 because Jaden had been rushing for 140 in the first couple of games. Yeah. But I wanted to see BYU keep him under that 40-yard mark. In fact, I said in pregame, if they can keep him under the 40-yard mark, that really could lead to a win. Yeah. Because that limits what Jaden is very good at. Now, Jaden showed in that game that he is also a very good passer. He ended up with nearly 300 yards passing, 265 to be exact. Yeah. But BYU's defense held Jaden Daniels to eight yards rushing. I set the over-under line at 44.5. I think he was slightly under at, what, eight? Eight yards. Yep. And, and you said it. And what did I take? Um, the over? I did. No, you took the under. Oh, okay. Lloyd and I both took the over. Oh, yes. Uh, I, you did say that if uh, you wanted me to mark this down, if he goes for 70-plus, Arizona State wins. Yeah. I still believe that. Yeah. I still believe that. And I, I felt like if they could contain Jaden in the run game, I really felt like that was going to have huge impact on the outcome. And it did. They held him at eight yards. And, oh, by the way, BYU fans, football fans out there, that wasn't by accident. 
that's 100% by design. Everything BYU did in pass rush lanes, everything they did was to make sure that Jaden Daniels stayed in front of them. They definitely didn't want Jaden to get out, run around, and make a mockery of that defense. And they did a good job. Eight yards, Scotty. Didn't he have 140 yards the, the game before? Yep, yep. And had, I think, want to say like 80. 80 or something. In game number one against yeah. Southern Utah. He was moving all over the place. So a great job by that BYU defense putting together a game plan and following through with their defensive game plan. Some of the bad news coming out of this uh, last weekend for BYU and uh, a real bummer. I think that this is, uh, I think it's been really hard news for everybody to come to terms with. And that is losing Keenan Peely for the season. That has been really tough news for the defense, for the team, I know for the coaching staff. Um, had one exchange with a coach there that is pretty emotional over it because of what Keenan means to the team. That's too bad. And um, I felt sick for him. And I just, you know, you just tell him, hey, you know, these th- those things happen. These coaches know that, but it still doesn't stop them from being emotional from these types of well, things. Well, I mean, there's you know the you know the work and the effort that these guys put into the season. You know the effort that they put in. And to see that go all up in smoke and just I mean, because the season's so so short. And as a college football player, you know, if you include your freshman year, you've got you know, forty eight games. It's so limited for what you do. And to see the work and the effort and it to all just end like that, it's really it's really a tough pill to swallow. The good news is uh, I'm, I'm expecting to see uh, Mahe back in the middle, your big defensive tackle. I'm expecting to see him. We saw Tyler Batty come back into the game, so expecting to see Batty and Isaiah Heron. I know that there were other guys that were banged up outside of Keenan Peely, including your starting quarterback, Jaron Hall. Yeah. And Kalani Sataki did a good job of addressing that stuff. Do you, you really believe it's he got the wind knocked out of him, though? No, it's bruised ribs in my Yeah, opinion. I mean. Which, th- that, yeah, he got the wind knocked out of him, but it wasn't just getting your wind back and feeling good. Yeah. I think he took a pretty nasty shot into the into the ribs. But coaches out there saying, hey, he's going to be fine. I anticipate he'll go again. Uh, but it does, you know, that kind of pain's going to linger. Mm-hmm. And you still got to a point where you got to be concerned about the shots that he takes. Against South Florida, everything I do includes him handing off the ball and throwing the ball and telling him we're not taking risks against South Florida. If you want to risk it, make sure it's for the Aggies biscuit, but not for the South Florida. The Aggies biscuit. Yeah, you know risk it for the biscuit? Yeah. Well, you're going to risk it for the Aggies biscuit, not for the South Florida biscuit. But that's not like a possession, like the Aggies own the biscuit. (laughs) Are you trying to steal the biscuit? I don't know. Uh, Aggies, yeah, Aggies owning the biscuit. And And so you're risking it it to steal the biscuit from the Aggies. Yeah. I got you. But you don't want to risk it for the South Florida biscuit. Not for the Bulls biscuit. If if Jaron Hall's going to put his body on the line, 
this this is my suggestion. Make it an in-state opponent. But that's because Utah State means more to me than any other game on that schedule at this point. That's left? More than Boise State? Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. It's been almost 20 years. We've got to let it go. <laughs> it, doesn't, it could be 100. I have to hear Uncle Phil. <laughs> let me put you in that in those shoes, bud. You know what? I I got it. I get it. Everything goes right for him. Everything. He doesn't need this to. Okay, pot, kettle, kettle, pot. <laughs> Let's calm down there a little bit. I know he's probably thinking he doesn't need this too, but he doesn't need this too. It's fun because um, my dad got his, his graduate degree from the University of Utah. I don't think a lot of people know that. Mom, Weber State, right? Mom got her nursing degree from Weber State. Uncle's obviously Utah State. Uh, me and my Uncle Warren. You got at Warren at BYU. Our family is definitely Utah collegiate-based across the board. But the one that plays the loudest, the one that begs the most barking, it is BYU and Utah State every year. So, yeah, that's the biggest game. In my opinion, that's the biggest game on BYU's schedule left. BYU fans, I'm sure, don't agree. But I guarantee if you said, okay, if you know that you're going to give up one loss for the remainder of the season, what is the one loss you don't want to give up? It's going to be Utah State. South Florida. No, it won't be <laughs> South Florida. No, South Florida loss would be really bad for that staff. I promise you. But the one that is going to have the most impact on how people feel about the season and feel about Kalani, if you saw W's the rest of the schedule, except for one game, and you could pick that one L across the rest of the schedule, where would you put it? That's a good question. Would it be USC? No. It would be Utah State if you're a BYU player or if we're not taking risks against South Florida. If you want to risk it, make sure it's for the Aggies biscuit. <laughs> Okay, so all right, so you could choose one team to lose to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you could choose who that L is going to come against, yeah. would it be USC? No. Who would it be then? If you could choose the one L, you've got one loss. BYU is going to go eleven and one, and you can affix that L to one team. It would be no, it wouldn't be Baylor because I think USC's probably got. You the don't want to lose to Grimes. You don't. Lose you don't want to lose to Bronco. You don't want to lose to Utah State. You hate yeah, USC. Yeah, you're right. But I think USC would no, probably right. be the one that you'd be the – because then people would be like, well, you know, it's USC. But, they got a lot of talent. But that is the last game of the season. Exactly. That could hurt. Oh, you're 11-0. You're 11-0 and going into that game. That probably knocks you out of the New Year's Six. It would put the clamps on it. Okay, but what is the one that you think BYU fans would not attach an L to? Um, the the one that they would least want to lose to. Well, do they have an FCS team left? You don't want that. Idaho State. Oh, imagine if they go eleven and one. Is Georgia just, Georgia Southern? Georgia Southern's their Sun Belt. So yeah, they're FBS. FBS, but by name only. Yeah. So I, Idaho State, I believe, is FCS. Yeah. Let's right? throw those two. You know, FCS and Georgia Southern don't count. You're going to win those games. So yeah. let's just put that was out of the equation. Probably would be Utah State. Because you can talk your way out of the Boise State. You can talk your way out of USC and Virginia and, and Baylor. Yeah. But you've 
But the Utah State one, it's going to sting for you. That's why two weeks from now, I'm just, my fingers are crossed that Utah State beats Boise State. And we we need to spend more time on this tomorrow, that Utah State-Boise State game, because I'm starting to feel like Utah State's got more than a good chance. Um. And because I need to take a look, better look at Boise State's inability to stop the run because I really like that Tyler Jr. and yeah, Calvin Tyler and how yeah. good how good that guy is. But please let these guys be undefeated and meet in Logan. If that is going to make this one of the most enjoyable rivalry games in my time. Because I've never seen an undefeated Utah State versus an no. undefe- undefeated BYU. Nope, you have not. And we're not taking and we've risks seen and against South Florida. If you want to risk it, make sure it's for the Aggies biscuit. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. <laughs> no, that's the dumbest. And thing Lloyd, I've did ever you said. pull that audio with the new fancy computer? Yes, system? I did. By the way, Lloyd, I like how all of a sudden you got that at the ready. I'm just, just learning. We're doing a little bit just, of training on the new uh, system right now. We got a new computer system, and Lloyd's learning all the tricks. Well, I like how he's not learning the tricks on his mess ups. Yeah, I know. It could be a nice new fancy computer system. That's still going to get lost. <laughs> yeah, for sure it would. I don't know how to do it. I, just learning. The computer's crashing. It froze up. I don't know what to tell you. I pressed play, but it just deleted it forever. Now <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know me all too well, Deeds. <laughs> Can I change your socks? <laughs> um, so, Scotty, uh, I... I'm looking forward to potentially in two weeks seeing one of the greatest BYU. Oh, because oh, this is what I'm going to say. Because Utah State beats Boise State, they're creeping into the top twenty. Yeah, they're close. They're on the edge. Yeah, they got two votes last week. If you beat Boise State, could you get into? The uh, they 25? won't get. No, no, they won't get there. But they'll be in the top five or six teams receiving votes after that. Yeah, because Boise State at that point would be, be one, and, one three. and three. And so they'll just be like, well, it's a bad Boise State team. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just, oh, geez, I didn't see the clock. Yeah. We are live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Um, if you've wanted a look at a QX55, um, you need to get down here and check it out because I may drive this thing off the lot. I have got a huge crush on this vehicle, but that's just one of many. You got the 60, you got the 80 over here that you can pack the whole family into, and it's luxury, folks. This is luxury driving at its finest. And you think luxury, and you think, ooh, there's a big price behind it. Well, you know what? It's far more reasonable than you think it might be. You come down here, they've got lease options, 0% financing, all kinds of great opportunities for you to save a ton of money, but you got to check it out for yourself. It's right here at Tim Daly Infinity, 4550 South State Street, beautiful showroom, and the only Infinity dealership in the entire state of Utah. Check it out. It's all right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. We're not taking risks against South Florida. If you want to risk it, make sure it's for the Aggies biscuit. It's game week for the Utes, and The Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 1030 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. Ah! From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. 
Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougar Preview Show, counting you down to BYU and mighty South Florida. So every once in a while, you and I will get onto a topic and we'll have a little fun and i was just saying that the one l that you cannot suffer from here on out is utah state well i've got about eight tweets instantly saying no that would be virginia and bronco men and all byu fans feel like it will be unacceptable to lose to bronco men and all in virginia what do you think what would be a more unacceptable loss, an in-state rival in Logan or Bronco Mendenhall in Virginia coming into Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, Virginia beating you in front of your 60, because that's, that's going to be jam-packed. I mean, that's the thing. That's play. You thought it was, I mean, I think that place is going to be just as rocking as it was for Utah when Bronco it shows will. up. It and, and it's not just Bronco. you got a lot of that old coaching staff on there. Yeah. You know. Dr. Robert's going to be there. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. So I. Tujay, Nick Howell, John Beck, or Jason. Jason Beck. Jason Beck, yeah. Mark Atawaya. John's in California. People driving to him every other weekend. Yeah, that's correct. He's like a divorced dad. They meet at a Walmart and <laughs> drop their kid off at a McDonald's parking lot. You get him for the weekend. Got us Monster Jam tickets, son. Yay, two Christmases. So, Virginia might be the acceptable answer for many. I'm sorry. But for me... It's Utah State. Okay, but you admit your your opinion's a little... It is skewed. A little skewed on this one. Sure, it's skewed. And you know... You know I feel about Aggie Man. You know I love Utah State. Oh, I, that's not exactly where I thought you were going to go with that. Well, you did try to physically assault a tuba player. Uh, okay, for the I Utah was, State marching uh, band. We they had just taken us to overtime, and I had to do everything I could to try to get myself. It contained was a tuba player, and, and the tuba player did assault my dad. Okay, he didn't assault. He just made verbally. It. He just said nice parking or something like that, right? My dad ran out over a stop sign coming into the parking lot to pick us up. <laughs> yeah, right over it. <laughs> That's part of the story that doesn't get told. Yeah, and the tuba player made a disparaging comment about your dad's driving ability. He did, but the stop sign was in a peculiar position. In like a four-way stop. and there was It came out a funny uh, angle. No, it was a funny angle, Tyrone. <laughs> okay, so you know, you know where the new... Uh, weight room is yes okay so you know you're coming off that main road and you turn right into the parking lot i know exactly well, there used to be a, a cement divider and there was a stop sign 
right there on that corner. Yeah. So that people coming out of the parking lot would stop. He he hit that center divider and went over it and hit the stop sign. Oh, he hit the divider too. Yeah, the that, cement. Did that did some damage. Uh, not not bad because right. it kind of just rode up on it and okay. he got through it. But that tuber player should have kept his mouth quiet. And they, you should have seen them shut in the van. Get in the van. Go, 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 go. I'm running at them with my two-year-old niece in one arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother's like, put Heidi down. I don't have time. It, it was a bad It was a whole bad oh, scene. Oh, man, I wish there were a video of this. Yeah, so why did you bring that up? Uh, because because you, you've had, had some run-ins up in Logan before. Oh, that's true. But now, nothing but good feelings. That is actually true. I, I can, by the way, I can perfectly attest yeah. to this. My guy, we've made the drive to Logan many times. You've been up on that yeah. campus. The coaches treat us very well. Yeah, that, and seeing the Olsen name everywhere, you know, I and, and the way they respect and love Merlin there, how can I not love them? I do. I love them. They've taken such great care of, of our family name for years, so. I really do love and appreciate him up there. It's just that BYU-Utah State game has a little bit of sauce on it for me. Yeah. It was a oh, funny it. angle. It's <laughs> behind you, Tyrone. <laughs> the, sque- the dog with the yeah. squeaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is such a good movie. I made a I made a snatch reference not too long ago on Twitter. I I love that it's one of my favorites. But um, so you got South Florida. Gosh, I don't. I wish we could just get through this week with South Florida. Two things you want to see: no injuries, blowout victory against South Florida, and a Utah State win against Boise mm-hmm. to set up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, because so that'll set up a really fun game. I can tell you this. Uh, everybody, everybody in Provo has been watching Utah State very closely. So they're taking, you know, look, the the, the coaching staff, can, they, when it comes to media, they have to take it one game at a time. Yeah. But the truth is a coaching staff prepares. So coaching staff is preparing for South Florida, but in their mind, they're preparing for Utah State as well. So what you do against South Florida needs to be in some form preparation for Utah State. And, and there was a couple of things in that. Number one, making sure that everything you're doing through the week of practice and in South Florida keeps everybody healthy. You can't go into Utah State and, and after watching this film and kind of going back and forth with some of them, they know what Utah State is. And, and Utah State's no joke. Yeah. This is a really good football team. Well, the way they space the field, they use all 53 yards from you got receivers lining up nearly out of bounds for crying out loud. Well, when you got two when you got two wide receivers, Brandon Bowling and Bowling, Tompkins, yeah. And 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 Tompkins Bowling and those two, that's a deadly combo. When you can run different slant combinations and and just quick routes and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but they put Devin Tompkins in like a split back set and ran him out of the backfield. Well, yeah, they're running because they know. Look, this guy, this guy's a great wide receiver, but he's five eight, one fifty five, and so teams are going to do some things to try to take him out. Yeah, so they're going to run a lot of pre snap motion, whether he lines up in the backfield, where they motion out of the backfield. Yeah, they're going to do a lot of stuff to try to get mismatches. Yeah, they could because active. they know that some guy could just line up on him and. 
and uh, and try to jam him at the line. And if he gets his mitts on him, it could be a problem. So they're going to do a lot of shifting and a lot of stuff to try to get him the looks to get downfield and get him into space. Okay, so there's one other guy that um, that I was talking to somebody about. And they know that he's on the field, but haven't seen. So Carson Terrell, how how many Carson, times has he been targeted? Well, it's really funny because we Carson Terrell's dad, and I, I don't think I'm I'm uh, divulging anything, but he came to one of our last remotes, uh, I think on Monday when we were down at the uh, credit union. Yeah. Um, and so Carson had been dealing with some injuries, did not play the first two games of the year. And I was told – before the game, chances were he would not play in the game this last game against, um, Air Force. against Air Force. And I kind of screwed up the call a little bit because they're down at you know, the five-yard line, and all of a sudden, Andrew Peasley throws a touchdown pass, and I'm looking, I'm like, wait a minute, who is that? And it was Carson Terrell. They had sneaked him out on the field for this play, and he gets the touchdown pass, and I think it was the first play he'd been out on the field all season long and then there was another drive where on the touchdown drive on the big run that they scored the touchdown they had it like fourth and four and they ran a uh, ran out peasley and he hit a shovel pass to carson terrell and he got a big first down out of it so so but, there but it was limited target. but very limited and those were his only two targets but i i've got a sneaking suspicion they're going to go more with him now that he's yeah. really ramping up and 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 healthy again well keep him safe and healthy here for this Boise State game and you're going to have to use him to get the win over Boise State but th- he is known as a target so BYU i think is actively preparing for South Florida but in the back of their mind they're like there's a really good chance a good chance this could be a 4-0 Utah State team they know how good this team is. They're preparing for them. They're, they're definitely taking notes on that. And I'm glad team. you bring this up because we'll ask coaches all the time. You know, let's say you've got Idaho State. Let's say, you know, I know this is not the case this year, but let's say BYU has got Idaho State and then the University of Utah the week after. And we'll bring on a coach and be like, hey, you know, are you, you doing a little preparing for Utah the following week? They'll be like, no, no, it's all about Idaho State this week. Blah, 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 blah. And deep, deep down, you know, like, okay. Yeah. You have to say that, but nobody believes you. It's good to know that that actually is, in fact, the case. So there's a lot to that, but and I know that if there's coaching staff listening, they're like, well, Hedge, you don't know. Well, I, I know a couple of things. I know that it's there. there is some mention of that, but there is that's why support staff is so critical. And, Scotty, we talk about support staffs for Power 5 teams that are 20-some-odd people deep. Those support staffs are really responsible for that forward-looking perspective you know that support staff can be working in in way in advance on percentages and scouting to bring that to the coaches and say this this that and the other but if you don't see a player or two play against south florida that's in preparation for knowing that they've got utah state and, and they've got a good utah state football team and that they should be able to control the clock it's at their own home again south florida in early stages of the season hasn't showed extremely well you can do a lot of things to beat south florida but your support staff needs to be working on all the numbers and the scouting looking forward to utah state and and i'm I'm sure byu fans are shaking their head saying no 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 no. You, you lost to a south florida team that was about this good a couple years ago and so i do agree with that like they were four and eight. South Florida was when they beat BYU, and BYU at that point was 
I mean, when they're, they, when they lost to South Florida, I thought they had a couple of good wins. They're a pretty good team. Yeah, I think it, I think it was part of that loss where that they'd beaten USC and then proceeded to lose. Was it four in a row? Let's see. Um, so you beat USC, then you lose three in a row: Washington, Toledo, and South Florida. So you, BYU was two and one to start the season. They went to Tennessee and won in the, in dramatic fashion. They'd beaten USC. They were two and one, and then lose to Washington in a blowout, forty-five nineteen. They lose to Toledo, twenty-eight twenty-one, and they lose to South Florida, twenty-seven twenty-three. And that South Florida team was a four and eight team. Yep. So, believe me, BYU fans, I get it. I'm, I feel you. Don't want to look past them. This staff shouldn't be looking past them, but the staff can put together a game plan, and they need to make sure that they're getting the guys healthy. They need to get healthy. <clears throat> Got to have them healthy. Yep. Hands of Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hey, join uh, our show. We'll be at University Federal Credit Union at the Ranches Branch on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., 3535 Ranches Parkway in Eagle Mountain. Eagle Mountain Assemble. Come by. Hang I'd up. love to see all my friends and family in Eagle Mountain. Come out and see us. So Hans is going to walk out of his back patio and uh, about 30 yards away and walk into the remote. How nice is that? That's and, like a daily you, thing for you. And you say Phil has all the good things going on in his life. <laughs> he does. Everything goes right for him. Yeah, but you got to admit, we've done this for your house. When? Well, those four. When? Name the, name the place. Sweeto Burrito. Sweeto burrito. Yeah. You get one. That was five years ago we were there. That was the time he took Rock out of school because he wasn't feeling good, and then he and then he obliterated the inventory of Sweeto burrito. He, he tricked me. Even Rock, even Mac was like, hey, Rock, maybe. He full on tricked me. Yeah, he, he got you good on that one. Well, there was Sweeto burrito. Okay. I'll think of another one. All right. Hands and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. It's time for Wake's Takes. Joining us now as he does every single week, Mason Wake. Is this team realizing after three straight wins that if you take care of your business every week, something really extraordinary could happen? The first three games, we've kind of cheated ourselves. We haven't played at our best. Offense has started slow pretty much every game, and the fans really brought energy, and that's really helped us out, and we slowly got going, but that's just our mentality right now. Like, we can only beat ourselves. Having that mentality has been great for us, and we know that we're a special team, but we don't want to just harp on that too much we just know if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot and we just go out there and play our game then we can be pretty special catch the big show weekdays from two to seven presented by big o tires the team you trust on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is your Cougar Preview Show right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hey, it's a football Friday coming up on Friday with the big show. They'll be at the warehouse from 2 to 7. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. 
Cougars, South Florida, coming up on Saturday. We'll have your pre- and post-game show action for you. By the way, Hans, I cannot stress to you enough. Now, granted, huge wins against Utah and Arizona State in back-to-back weeks, but uh, we're having as many people listen on the post-game show at 1 o'clock in the morning as we are sometimes on a Thursday in the middle of the day. That's it's great. crazy. Yeah, that's, that's fun. And, you know, we try to stay up late with you, take some phone calls, give you some good analysis. Jake Hatch is not letting you shut down the show until he's ready. That's correct. And until every BYU fan is called in. At least every one of the 65,000 that was in the stadium. Yeah. So all 65,000 have a chance to have their voice heard. Yeah. Jake Hatch, be danged. Dave from Alpine, let me hear from you. <laughs> he does. He, he opens up every call like he's Jake Scott at Pac-12 Media Day, too. Hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, have, nice to have you on the Cougar Post game. Oh, man, you know he's going to be so mad about that. <laughs> no, he's not. No, Jake's great. He's fun to do the show with. Um, so, yeah, we do. We'd like to give you some good instant analysis at the back end of that and you know, we we always have fun guests that'll check in. Will Snowden will check in from time to time, and we had uh, the staff at the Zone check in after the BYU Utah game. So those post games are a lot of fun, and you can't be coming down to JCW's for some pregame meal too. So that's a good burger. Um, and if you're trying to lighten things up a little bit, good salad too. Really good salad. Uh, excellent salad. They can do a, a buffalo chicken salad that's delicious. They've got a lot of different options there. A little chicken bacon. Yeah. Good ranch dressing. Solid. Can you tell that we're wrapping up the, uh, like, 2 o'clock's coming up? Yeah, you got the 2 o'clock's just around the corner for you, bud. You're doing good. That's, I, I broke I my... I hate my I hate my life. I broke, <laughs> I broke my little goodies at noon. It's not exactly my, the most enjoyable break, but it's still pretty decent. At this point, I don't know how you guys do it, man. I like I don't. I, I'm like three weeks into this, and I want to gnaw on my arm. Like put a little salt. Is it getting any maybe easier? Maybe a little barbecue sauce. Being food disciplined, is it getting any easier? Uh, a little bit, but still miserable. Um, Scotty. I uh, I know that a lot of people are a lot of BYU fans are wondering what they'll see and what to expect from the quarterback position going yeah. into South Florida. I, I know Kalani made it sound like everybody else other than Kenny Billy be, should be ready to go. At least that's what he made it sound like to me. Is that what you took from his? That's that's the vibe I got. Press conference. With that being said, I do expect Jaron Hall to play. But I also wouldn't be overly surprised to see Beta Romney. Get the start or just worked into the rotation? Get the start. Like oh, if, okay. Yeah, if if they decide, we just want to be really careful with Jaron, then you could see Beta Romney play a game against South Florida. I don't see why not. Yeah, I, don't I, I just don't either. think the momentum of this program, and Baylor Romney's a good quarterback, I just don't see any way you're going to lose this game. So, you know you have a big one on the horizon, and it's going to be a long season. If you, if you can hill up Jaron Hall, then hill him up. Hill him up, yeah. Because I know that it's they're creating this perception of the wind was knocked out of me, but the way he was holding his body and the way he took that shot, there's going to be lingering pain. 
I just know from I don't know how there isn't. Yeah, I know from experience that there's lingering pain. And the way that big defensive lineman brought his knee into Jaron's ribcage when he tackled him, there's got to be lingering pain there. Does that, I've got to imagine, too, that affects your throwing motion. It would if you've got true bruised ribs, especially on the throwing side. Which, let's be honest, those are bruised ribs. Sure looked like it to me. Like, I, I... You know, you can say the wind's knocked out of you, and that is, and you can do the same. You can bruise ribs while you get the wind knocked out of you. There, I do. There, there is a bit of appreciation for Kalani's comments when he said, "Yeah, we've got offensive linemen that are injured." I've I've played with. I don't think they were bruised. I played with a, a dislocated cartilage in a rib, which was horribly painful. It hurt to breathe. Hurt to extend my arm. You know, there there are some problems there. So everybody's playing with something. It's just. It's hard when you're a quarterback and you are poised to take more shots and more abuse. Yeah, and I get what Kalani's saying too. I mean, we kind of chuckled at it on Monday when we replayed those comments. But but let's be honest here. This is playing quarterback in football is the most important position in all of sports in terms of helping your team win games. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You need to have an offensive line. You got to have skill position players. But if you don't have good quarterback play, you are not going to win. And Jaron Hall has proved. To anybody who's watched him play over the first three games of the year, he is dialed in on that spot. And so, yeah, we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about that injury than we will the left guard dealing with some nicks and bruises. It's just, sorry, I mean, that's just the landscape of what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, it's how- And Kalani understands that. He knows that. And he's trying to deflect a little bit. But if Jaron Hall misses time, then that's a big storyline. If Jaron Hall is not 100%, that's a storyline for the Cougars going forward. And I don't know one way or the other. But I would be prepared and ready for anything. As far as things stand right now, I fully expect Jaron Hall to be playing against South Florida. I would, too. I think Kalani would be a little bit more hesitant than he has been. He's been pretty emphatic that he's mm-hmm. he's okay. Mm-hmm. There's another part of it that you don't want to divulge injury information because let's say they came out and they're like, yeah, he's he's very sore and he's hurting. Well, then everybody's going to be targeted. Well, let's hit him again. Let's see if we can take him out of this thing. Let's really push through that midsection. Yeah. Let's every shot we get. Let's try to throw that elbow. Let's try to hit. And so you don't you don't want that as a as an athlete. You always want to keep your injuries concealed. Yeah, because you don't want somebody to exploit it. Well, and frankly, as a player, you don't even like to conceal it to your coaches. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to, and definitely not the trainer. People don't understand how miserable it is to be injured and be a college athlete. You're waking up at 4.30 in the morning. To go to treatment. To go to treatment so you can get to your bio class before before 7.30, you know. Nobody wants to do that. Why all you kids out there, 10.30 rule. Players, not players, don't schedule class before 10.30. Yeah. I don't know why you would. I don't. Yeah, my uh, my first uh, my first semester. Well, it was quarters back then. Had a seven thirty class. It's like, nope, we're never doing that again. Mm-hmm. No way. Uh, by the way, um, somebody's sniffing around that QX fifty five, and he's making me angry. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You walk away from that. <laughs> you don't want that thing to drive off the lot. Are you gonna? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I just texted Dallas. Like, I want to get some info on it. Just to see where you sit with everything. You know, 
public. You know, right now there's a big demand for used vehicles. You've got a, you know, it's worth more than ever before. You bring your vehicle down here, you trade it in, and then you get more for it than you'll ever get probably ever again. And then, uh, and then you put it towards one of these brand new Infinities priced to move. I'm telling you, you can get into an Infinity. You can make it happen. You just got to come down and find out for yourself. Lease options, uh, used inventory, 0%. There's a lot of things they can do to be flexible to make sure that you're in a vehicle that you want to drive, that you're excited to drive. And with the forever warranty, you know it's going to be on the road forever. Has it's the, a it's a no-brainer. Did Dallas text you back yet? He did. He says, we'll, we'll chat. <laughs> You'd look good in that. I'm telling you, I have. Do you think that's all will? That's all will. Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. I have a real weakness for vehicles. I know that you're really, really disciplined Shrewd. on that stuff. Yeah. Me? Yeah. No. Well, like, I'm, 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 I'm frugal in a lot of areas, but, boy, I tell you what. And you can still be frugal, though, and come down with these infinities. That's the thing. It's the best of both worlds. That's as much clearance I've seen on a, on a crossover. I know, right? Yeah, it's as much base clearance as I've seen. And you know that thing can get through snow. You know it can get up the hills. Yeah. Go through sardine. No big deal on that bad boy. It's got good cargo space in the back. So you can throw your radio equipment. Six packs of your radio equipment. <laughs> you could fit all of it in there. You could Let's fit go. everything in there. Hands and Scotty, this is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Again, we are live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Stop by, say hi, a lot of jazz gear, and find out if these infinities are right for you. Just don't look at the QX55 because that one's mine. It's all right here on The Zone Sports Network.